0: hi Hi. this is chingai and i'm here with patty hi guys
1: uh, how are you chingai
0: i'm okay it's a monday night and i've been looking forward to talking about hallmark movies all day long this is the highlight of my day (laughs) and maybe my week i think how are you how are
1: you no, the the week is going to get better. Don't mm. worry. This will be just the beginning of awesome stuff. No, I, I came from a long weekend, so I can't complain. But, you know, from a long weekend, there's a lot of work to get back to. So not really looking forward to that. But, you know, I've been looking forward to this. This specific episode that I've been very excited We've about.
0: We've been excited about this episode since we thought of making a podcast. So it's been a long time coming, but we're finally here to talk about couple of movies that we can't wait to get into. But before we do that, there's a lot making us happy right now when it comes to the Hallmark universe. So I'd like to go ahead. I'm gonna share my Hallmark happy thought for the week. Our favorite show, When Calls the Heart, is finally filming its new season. I can't wait. I was so worried that they wouldn't ever film again <laughs> and we would have been left with that cliffhanger from last season so thank god
1: thanks god indeed when i saw that post from erin Krako uh with her plane selfie hashtag plane selfie i was like wow they seem to be recording or at least she's flying in it seems a month earlier than normal but i suppose with all the precautions they have to take they may need more time I don't know, but I'm excited to see behind the scenes. I'm excited to see everything. And they're, oh they're actually,
0: they're posting a lot. I think they know that people are like hungry for content from them. <laughs> <laughs> hungry for content,
1: period. I don't think Kevin and Chris have posted though yet. Kevin McGarry and Chris McNally, of course, starring as Nathan and Lucas, our favorite constable and our town saloon owner. I haven't seen them post. That's okay.
0: They're, they're probably going to wait because everyone's, I mean, they know that everyone's waiting for them. They're, they're probably going to okay. hold out. I mean, I have to thank these two actors, <laughs> Kevin McGarry and Chris McNally, who got us through the first weeks of (laughs) COVID-19.
1: It feels so long ago now where you and I were re-watching YouTube fan-made videos (laughs) over and over and over again. Bookmarking (laughs) them, archiving
0: them, downloading downloading them, them, waking up at 7am to catch their Instagram (laughs) lives before one calls the heart. lifetimes (laughs) lifetimes <laughs> ago, but I can't wait to do it all over again. Maybe by then we won't be like <laughs> in this weird situation anymore.
1: I hope so. That that's a great hallmark happy thought. My my hallmark happy thought is that I have in my bookmarks bar a Wiki page that I've bookmarked. That I just open every so often to check. It's the Wikipedia of list of Hallmark Channel original movies. The thing about <laughs> and it's divided the, by year.
0: The thing about that uh, Wikipedia page is, I I hate how you have to keep scrolling down because it's organized by year.
1: Yeah, no. You can you can click on the anchor above the 2020, and when you make your bookmark, make sure the anchor is on 2020. So whenever I load the page, I'll send you the URL. Right. So let me send you the URL so that it goes right into the 2020 movies. But as the movies add up, then you have to scroll slightly down. But my good news is that I was so scared that they wouldn't add new movies to. I mean, we we should have be we should be in like summer nights soon. Countdown to summer. Uh, And then we should be having our June, well, June weddings. We didn't have any June weddings. We didn't have June weddings. So I'm just so happy to find that there are four new movies. And although A Little Romance should have three movies and it ended up just having two. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt that these four movies could disappear at any time. But for now, supposedly we have movies in August, like Romance in the Air, Under Summer Nights, and Love on Harbor Island, also Under Summer Nights, and two more movies that don't have any theme, Wedding Every Weekend and Do I Say I Do. So I think these were supposed to be June weddings, but maybe they couldn't edit or finish shooting. I don't know. But I'm
0: just so happy we have four new movies. I thought that we'd be oh, stuck with the oldies, which are also I great. thought they'd be rehashing Christmas in July, August, September, <laughs>
1: <laughs> till December. <laughs> Christmas in August, Christmas in July. But yeah, uh, that's my Hallmark happy thought. New, new content coming soon.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Hallmark, for making us happy. Thank you, Hallmark. And And when we come back, we're going to talk about our theme for the week and our movies. And we're back. (laughs) Today, we're talking about a theme that is close to my heart. Because I don't know, since like high school, reading Sweet Dreams and all these pre-Hallmark books, I've always loved the competition trope. When you put together a guy and a girl... (laughs) and pit them against each other there's just so much room for hijinks and lots of nice romantic stuff so we've got a lineup of five movies today and we're starting with one of the newer ones love in store two rival home shopping hosts are forced together while competing for a promotion along the way they find their on-air chemistry kindles and off air sparks starring alexandra breckenridge and robert buckley i'll be
1: starting the search for the host is my replacement it's just you and me
0: working together while competing for the same promotion
1: i just want to cook a a quick meal you cook imagine that yeah
0: you're a little deeper than you let on did you just pay me a compliment a little Compliment. Love in right store. off the it bat, Love in Store starts off with opening credits that are unlike any other Hallmark movie. So, if you've seen Down with Love, it's reminiscent, the, the opening credits are animated and they're reminiscent of like the 1960s Doris Day movies. Really cute and quirky. And yeah, so you see the opening credits and you know it's going to be a different kind of movie.
1: No, I, I'm just amazed. Like, the the attention to detail usually a hallmark movie intro will show a, uh, a scenery of the city they're in if it's boston or new york or whatever. and you know it's stock video and a generic song but this one off the bat just they knew they wanted to set themselves apart and i thought that was such a nice touch you're already like anticipating it's gonna be a good one
0: Even the choice of leads for this movie, I think, was like a cut above the rest with Alexandra Breckenridge. I know her from This Is Us and Virgin River in Netflix. And you know Robert Buckley from iZombie, right?
1: Yeah, and Wondry Hill. But yeah, he was also more, most recently he was in iZombie and he was such a cutie there. So I was just excited to see him and her. Like, they're not the usual Hallmark stars either, so refreshing but also like a gamble and did they win that gamble you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so they they we so we talked about them being rival home shopping hosts so this whole world building they did here was like really interesting like everyone knows the home shopping network right so so they work in this like network where all the home shopping hosts are are stars and they have like fan followings and I don't know does this, does this world exist? I don't know did they just make it up or does this really happen IRL in any case I don't question it I buy it I love it she's like the very prissy kind of perfectionist host and he's more the devil may, may care guys guy kind of host and they're pitting for a top position because the the head host <laughs> of, the, of the network is stepping down. And so yeah, there's a spot that, that these two people are vying for.
1: It's a great conflict already, like right off the bat. Yeah. You already know that they're setting it up for maximum competition.
0: Exactly. And the, the difference in the personalities, it, it sets it up right away. So you don't have to explain too much. It's all there right away already. What else can I say? Part of the disruption that happens in the plot here is that she starts off with a boyfriend and then he eventually breaks up with her via text, but she's on screen. She's live filming a segment. And the thing the the thing I found interesting was the guy who plays her boyfriend is actually the guy from Chesapeake Shores, the chef. They love him. Usually the third party dude isn't like they make him out to be like someone you really dislike. But this guy is, you know, you you know him from Chesapeake Shores. You got you have to love him. So that was nice.
1: Imagine that kind of budget that your third party is actually a lead in another Hallmark show. Like, damn, that's right. This show brought budget. That's right. They have money. <laughs> really enjoyable too. Like it was so nice to see Carlo Marx and just be like, oh, look at him be adorable, but also an asshole still. Of course, mm,
0: an adorable asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's talk about the almost kiss between the two of them. I like this because well, first of all, they're they're mocking each other the whole time, right? So you know that the tension is building. And there's a moment when he invites her over to his house, which I which can I just say? It's like a lovely house. It's by the water and where he like builds canoes in his free time.
1: <laughs> it is lake house levels gorgeous. Yeah. And the budget is speaking they have so much i love it
0: he invited her over for dinner and they're washing dishes and then they get this moment where you know they they have that hallmark uh, stare (laughs) it's a very slow burn i feel building up to the almost kiss and i love how so he's she's over for dinner and then they're left alone and he's he asks if she wants to watch something on tv and, like, at first, they're sitting, like, far apart from each other. And then it's like, when is it going to happen? Finally, she she decides to go home. And then at the door, they kind of give each other this little hug. And I'm like, hello! Oh, when is it going to happen? But yeah, so I like how it, it was a slow burn, but I could feel the the build-up moving up and up and up.
1: And they're just two really beautiful people. Like, I mean, Robert Buckley is so handsome, generically, Ken doll handsome. And Alexandra Breckenridge is also beautiful. And I love her outfits in this movie. When she went over to his house in her pleated skirt and like the nice color palette, yes. I was just like, damn, you guys are so pretty. And pretty people, as we know, can do anything. So, uh, so nice to see them together. And just like really, I agree with you. The slow burn was there. How can you not fall in love with the house? And how can you not fall in love in the house? amazing.
0: They're they're beautiful people. They have such great chemistry and I know I know you like this. They had that scene where they danced.
1: I'm going to bring it up. So cuz again, because they show the difference in their styles of like she's more methodical and he's more like, you know, shoot from the hip, but then they were trying to build rapport together on screen and doing that they did this little like dance when they were trying to i don't know sell an umbrella i think or so something something random and like what but you know me i'm a sucker for a dance and when he did it on the air and you know that he's probably doing it for a show because that's like kind of like showman he is but you knew that he was also doing it for himself because he wanted to dance with her and i thought that was a nice little like sub-message that, you know, he's really falling for her and I thought it was super cute.
0: Budget-wise, they splurged on this too because they they played Elton John and Kiki Edies Don't Go Breaking My Heart for the song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they you must have paid royalties for that. <laughs> so much budget. I wish they'd... Like, sometimes there was, there was too much budget and I was like, Okay, guys, I get it. Maybe you should fan your budget out to other movies that have zero budget (laughs) because they're so I feel for them. But you know what? I'll take it. This 11th store just like really brought out all the stops.
0: Exactly. It's interesting how they start working together and teaming up in order to get that position, right? And as they do that, you see how the fans of the, quote-unquote, the fans of the... Shopping channel <laughs> falling for the two of them as a pair, kind of like a love team, like we do here in the Philippines. And then, yeah. and then you feel like you're also a fan of the shopping network. It's kind of meta that way, and you're you're also so buying meta. into the into their their team up. And of, I mean, of course, they go for each other in the end.
1: I think it was really just a different like spin to a Hallmark movie because there was no small town, whatever it was the town was the 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 setting was really the home shopping network like studio again budget they they had so many extras everything just looked so grand it didn't feel like the scale of a usual hallmark movie it felt more real and i love that they even focused on shopping net home shopping network hosts like what where did that come from right how? Oh. I don't know, but I like it. I like it. So think out of the box, Hallmark. Continue on this path. I approve.
0: So all together, Hi, hi, high, 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 high ranking high. movie. High. A must-see for anyone who likes movies, not even Hallmark movies. <laughs> high it, praise. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's so good. And they're it's just so adorable. Guys.
1: I, they're so endearing. You're rooting for them. You're never annoyed with them. You're just like, I mean, arrogance. They were so arrogant in the start, but, you know, they, they, they grow into their characters and yeah, just I loved it. I really loved it.
0: Budget pala. <laughs> just a <to> scene. <laughs> they have this scene where they do an escape room. And yes. what is that, right? Like Egypt, whatever. I Any mean, no what who who does that in the Hallmark universe? So yeah, they really pulled all stops for this one. Good job.
1: I guess moving on to our next movie. Uh we have pumpkin pie wars which was shot in in 2016. So that's quite old, at least. It's, it's when Hallmark movies kind of were starting to turn around and have this mold that they now have. So uh, Pumpkin Pie Wars stars Julie Gonzalo and Eric Aragon. And the plot is, 10 years ago, Faye and Lydia opened their own bakeries in Emeryville, Ohio, after a personal and professional fallout during a local pumpkin pie contest. Now, their children... And co-workers, Casey and Sam, are set to carry on the rivalry as they go head-to-head in the same contest. There's only one problem for these two people who are supposed to hate each other. They start... Falling in love. Come on, Mr. Harper. Come on, Miss McCarthy. Two rival families. It's a pumpkin pie contest.
0: I am passing you the torch, son. Harper's versus McCarthy's.
1: It's heartwarming, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see how it plays out.
1: One forbidden
0: love. Feels a lot like conspiring with the enemy. I won't tell if you don't. That they're keeping secret. Was that Sam Harper? What? Where? You're supposed to despise me. I know.
1: So, Pumpkin Pie Wars, I think, was recommended to us by
0: a friend of mine, Yeah.
1: (laughs) who apparently loves loves Hallmark movies. Who knew? And I'm glad she recommended it because I I think I've seen it before, but in passing. And so on my rewatch for the podcast, it was just really interesting to see how far along Hallmark has come. What I really appreciated about the conflict is that they are comp- they're supposed to be competitors, but they ended up helping each other, and I really really like that. It, it's a spin on competition that they actually fall in love quite early on, or they start falling for each other even if there's no like verbal agreement or whatever. They start falling for each other very early on. They they just they sense that you know a Julie Gonzalo's character can you know is good at her mba but has no baking skills meanwhile eric aragon's character is a great cook but has no business skills and so they realize they can barter it they can barter what skills they have for each other so that they can help each other succeed in the contest and in life Uh, all of course hidden from their moms who are still rivaling each other and honestly i found i know that the moms and dads were like a plot device to show that you know like oh they're you know defying years of rivalry too because they're falling for each other but i wish they'd focus on the moms less and the dads more because the dads were kind of adorable The dads having their secret relationship too that the dads still kept their friendship i i i thought that it was really a good thing that they didn't leave the falling in love only for the very end and instead the the plot was that they were keeping their friendship and burgeoning love for each other a secret from everyone else
0: I was prepared to put Pumpkin Pie Wars in, like, a Hallmark box. Just because, like, it's Pumpkin Pie, it's fall, you know that there are family rival rivalries here. So I was like, okay, so there's this ridiculous, stupid you know. fight between the moms, right? And you know that the kids <laughs> are gonna have to... War with the pumpkin pies and all of that. And I was really surprised that they made them fall in love early on. Because like, okay, wait, exactly. this isn't what I was expecting. And I this is like selling it like by a whole lot. But it's kind of um Shakespearean in a way. <laughs> well, first of all, there is that rivalries with the... Fa- there are the rivalries with the families, but also... I feel like how they keep getting into these predicaments is kind of like reminiscent of a comedy but, but make it hallmark. A <laughs> Shakespeare comedy exactly. but make it's it a, hallmark. It's a comedy of
1: errors mm-hmm. to the to the point wherein, you know, they're hiding from their families as they try to teach each other Like, and and formulate a recipe for the pumpkin pie contest. Of course, there's a pumpkin pie contest. And of course, they have to pretend to hate each other when they're with their moms. So it was really cute that, you know, they'd have to sneak in and and do little like getaways to like have a picnic. Or, for example, they had this montage. I'm a sucker for a montage. And it reminded me of The Sweetest Heart, which also stars Julie Gonzalo as a baker as well. Uh, But she was a good baker there. Uh, and there was dancing. There was dancing in the montage, and that, when, that was when they had their like almost kiss, which really, really just like, okay, this movie is trying, and I think I give it points because knowing this was shot in twenty sixteen, there wasn't much innovation yet then in terms of like defying the usual hallmark, you know, cookie cutter, you know, storytelling. So I, I really appreciated how they were not going the usual route, and even their almost kiss. In the montage was just really cute. I mean, there's dancing. I mean,
0: it's progressive for its time, I think. (laughs) So because I was expecting it, the movie to be a certain way, and it turning out a completely different way, I was really surprised by how quickly they fell in love. It's like, wait a minute! First, like you know, they're they're kind of at war with each other, kind of scoping each other out, and then suddenly, wait a minute! Are they in a picnic together? Wait a minute! Are they enjoying their each other's company? So it was, yeah, it was surprising to me. I liked it. And I agree with you, less mom, more dad. I thought it was funny that they kept, like I know
1: the characterization is that he's a chef and she's the business person. They mentioned Wharton way too many times though, and I'm like, all right, all right, calm down. Maybe
0: if you are from Wharton, you're you know, the Harvard, like you have to keep saying. It. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Maybe, maybe so. But I thought that was just like just that's just me being being nitpicky. But I did love. I do really like Julie Gonzalo, and that's why I'm so sad. Like how. Uh, How to Train Your Husband turned out because like that had so much potential. But here she was lovely, and like seeing her in her lovely and gorgeous like fall outfits, everything was just like I liked that. I really I was rooting for her. You really wanted her to succeed. And overall, I just really really liked it because it again it became a another trope of Hallmark, which is the fake relationship Mm. trope, the fake dating in a way, but like a hidden dating, right? Because they're obviously trying to keep things on the down low. And honestly it made me want to eat pie. Like Yeah. I,
0: I wanted like yeah. a I wanted like a super basic pumpkin spice latte while watching this movie.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately it's July uh-huh. and I don't think anything is available to us. But I actually really, really like the little touches of fall from the colour palette of their outfits to I mean it's a ridiculous like event but the pumpkin pie competition but the way they described her like silk chiffon pumpkin whatever with like a whiskey it was whatever it bourbon, glaze. yeah bourbon yeah i was just like please stop making me hungry i was watching it at night and i didn't really have anything in the fridge to like munch on and i was just like i ended up eating pecan, pecan <laughs> nuts because like that was the nearest i had to anything fall. and yeah i think the guy was good like okay match for her but I feel like he could have been a bit more.
0: Like, she like a she bit sold it more, I think, than him. Yes. So she's, like, a, a cut above him. As with all the food movies we talked about, like, in our first episode, a Hallmark movie with food is not a Hallmark movie with food without the holding hands while whisking.
1: <laughs> Honestly, that looks really, like, impractical this to do. Happen in real life. They're both... You're both it's your boat we are gonna keep Exactly. <laughs> bumping into each other and you No, know, but but I mean I'm a sucker for a montage in the kitchen. So it's I I I still fell and overall I thought like it unfortunately relative to the other movies in the competition trope, it isn't exactly the highest. But relative to the rest of the Hallmark universe, it's pretty good. Re- I would give it like an above. Slightly above average.
0: Same. Relative to the travel movies that we watched.
1: Oh my gosh. (laughs) Freaking one number one. (laughs) So guys, it's all relative. That's, I guess, the the moral of the story. (laughs) Alright. And when we're back, we got three more movies for you guys. So stick around.
0: And we're back talking about our third movie, which, can I just say, is... One of my most watched Hallmark movies ever. I have a copy of it on my computer. I have a copy of it on my TV. I have a copy (laughs) of it everywhere. (laughs) And that's so surprising to me, to be honest. To me too. Alright, so we're talking about Love, Fallen Order with Erin Cahill and Trevor Donovan. Came out in 2019. When Clara goes home to save her dad's annual fall fest on her family's pumpkin farm, sparks fly with an old rival. The opposing lawyer she now faces in court. Sorry to keep you waiting. Patrick? Claire. Pretty fond of her in high school. Why do you think we were so competitive with each other? Because we both wanted to be the best. It would have been nice to get a heads up that he turned into a model at some point after high school. He's a good guy, Claire. So we start off with two lawyers uh, trying to figure out this land dispute between their families. And being a lawyer in a movie, that's not so typical, but I feel like it doesn't happen a lot in the Hallmark universe where both the guy and the girl are professionals that way. So I feel like they were on a level playing field here. He, he went to law school in Stanford, moved back to his hometown to help out with the family. And then she's a New York City lawyer who had to come back to help fix this dispute between her dad's farm and his aunt's Flower? Plant. Yeah. Do like, you want
1: <laughs> yeah. to plant flowers?
0: There's a, there's a lot going on. I mean, it, I think in, in terms of conflict, Obviously there there's a lot going on with a land dispute, but I didn't it wasn't so much that I d- stopped paying attention. It's like I could follow it as far there, as conflict goes.
1: There was no evil corporation that wanted to like, you know, take things. It was just more of like a dispute. So just,
0: it is yeah. basically, yeah, just settling settling the, the pumpkin farmland versus the flower shop plot. Something like that. Anyway, the, the two of them are old high school classmates who used to compete with each other in everything. And he was probably geeky looking when he was in high school. So when she goes to his office and sees him now, Hello. she's surprised. She's, she's, she says he looks like a, an LL Bean model. So the meet cute was surprising when she sees him in his new <laughs> his new hotness. I mean, <laughs> honestly. New hotness.
1: I can't imagine Trevor Donovan as a like nerdy guy like he has always been when I saw him on 90210 when he first where I first discovered him he's always been like this Ken doll so I can't imagine an awkward face for him. I wish they'd have set that, like, shown a really bad Photoshop childhood photo, just so that you could see the glow up. But, like, I get it that they, she already said that he apparently really glowed up and she was in shock. So, yeah, I trust you, girl. He is, he is quite a fox, so.
0: They have all the competition elements coming in as, as they reunite in the small town, so Um, They go for a trivia night and then he wins and then he's coaching the debate club. So he invites her over and then the debate kids want them to debate with each other and then she wins. So there's all of this bickering going on superficially. But then again, there's also this deep thing that they have to settle with the the land. But um, as this happens, they are kind of spending a lot of time with each other and you know that he likes her and he's liked her forever. And she's, I she's in denial for the most part, which I feel like makes it even more interesting because, like, I mean, you want to kind of smack her because it's so obvious that he likes her, but then, you know, it you want you want it to last a little longer. The tension. She starts the movie with a boyfriend, but then they <laughs> their their breakup is at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. So then that at least that thing's that thing set aside. But I like it that they bring
1: the boyfriend back in in a very platonic way. And he's he, he becomes very helpful because apparently he's a land surveyor. How appropriate. And mm-hmm. he helps her figure out the plot of the land that they own. And I, I like the part wherein they... I think this is an almost kiss maybe. When he walks her home. So she's doing groceries and she he sees her in town and he goes like, oh, like you can't carry all of that. She's like, oh no, I want to walk home. And Aaron Cahill is just adorable like you just she's look... so cute yeah she is so cute her freckles her wardrobe her hair she's beautiful like i mean episode one we talked about her with brendan penny and they had great chemistry and now she also has great chemistry with with trevor donovan and that almost us that because he takes her home and they're, they're talking and his dog i forget the maple dog's name. maple but maple is adorable and they're walking home with the groceries and then he sees her with her ex and it kind of mm-hmm. like cements like okay I have to man up and you know tell her how I feel or whatever but I I like that that tension that there was because right before that he thought that everything was going great with them he's walking her home only to see that the ex is actually in town so I, I really like that part
0: I love how because this is a small town thing and like everybody knows them from when they were growing up it's like they see her and they know she's going back to the big city because she's really not like settling in the small town again. Everyone who sees her like um at the coffee shop, at the donut shop, they're all like, "Oh, you have reason to stay." It's like I don't know if you've ever if you've ever gone through that when you're with someone and you want you want to know what other people think if they think that you're together with, with a person. Well, <laughs> well I've never God, been with anyone. <laughs> but, no, but... <laughs> there's no one to speculate with. But I I agree that of course you want. It's that like killing. you want you want. You want to know what if people think that you're together, and they keep getting, uh, people keep hinting at them that they should be together. So it's just like this validation, this confirmation. My favorite almost kiss moment is when they're like, it's a barn ride, I think, at the fall festival. Obviously, there's a fall festival at her pumpkin pie farm or whatever pumpkin farm. Sorry, (laughs) pumpkin pie was from the other movie. (laughs) They all blend into one. Anyway, so they're doing this barn ride and their their friends are with them and they're sharing a he shares the blanket with her because it's a yeah. crisp fall night mm-hmm. and then the friends who are sitting in front of them say like hi guys let's do a selfie and they they have to like come close come close of and they, he has to put his arm around her oh my gosh that's my favorite in, part in my
1: head closer you and I Gino Padilla is playing yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song.
0: And I, I got uh, goosebumps Okay.
1: <laughs> no, really. And the fall night is gorgeous and they're beautiful people and her freckles are glowing. And I'm just like, dude, just do it. Just just kiss her, you know? But you know, we, we'll get to that. <laughs>
0: he's kind of a he's kind of a shy guy because he, he does think that she's still with her ex-boyfriend too. So respectful. So respectful. I don't I don't normally like the blondes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not but usually attracted to the blondes. He's quiet. He's quite something.
1: He's quite something. <laughs> that that's correct. I think I just want to call out that their chemistry is really really quite good. That it kind of put a spin on right at the end when everybody makes up and the land has been settled and they're at it's an evening in the whatever festival they're at and the parents and the aunt kind of walk away and leave them and Mm -hmm. you'd think okay now they're gonna kiss now in the middle of a crowd because hallmark does that you're in the middle of a street you kiss there you're in the middle of a party you kiss there but instead of kissing in the middle of the festival he goes hey i want to show you something or she goes i want to show you something and then takes her somewhere private which i found cute because that's more realistic you're not gonna kiss someone in the middle of a fucking crowd and he that, held her hand. He held her when they, hand. As they walked towards yes. the private space. Which I appreciated <laughs> even more than just kissing her in the middle of things. Because, I don't know, I I I would myself be like, oh, that's not here. Like, somewhere else, right? And then I thought it yeah. was cute. I really like
0: that. Yeah. Part. I love Love, Fallen Order. Can you
1: tell? <laughs> <There's no> one- <laughs> when we first, I think when we first watched this, when it did come out last fall, like you had said, like I watched it three times. I'm like, what? Like because I, I was late, and then when I watched it, I understood. No, I, I I rated it quite high, like almost near perfection for me. So
0: same, same, near perfection.
1: I'm, I'm gonna watch it again. It. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shengai, maybe I'll just talk to myself Bye. for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> From one almost perfect movie to. Well, uh, another movie. (laughs) We go to the latest movie that just got released called Love Under the Olive Tree. And this was part of the A Little Romance banner, which honestly, I don't know what that means. So I don't know what that theme was. But Love Under the Olive Tree stars Tori Anderson and Benjamin Hollingsworth. And it goes something like this. The prize of Sunset Valley's annual olive oil contest is a land parcel with dispute and ownership, so from one land to another. When feisty Nicole and competitive Jake face off, they never expect Sparks to fly. This is the site of my future dining and tasting facility.
0: It appears to be on our land.
1: Whichever ranch wins the contest also wins the land.
0: Deal. Is winning really everything? What about what really makes you happy? I forgot there was a time when our grandfathers worked the land together. So,
1: as you can see, the reason why there is a competition trope is because they've done every variation of it. And just (laughs) among these five movies, you will see similarities with other movies. So, similarly to Pumpkin Pie Wars, you have rival families. Similar to Love, Fallen Order, you have land disputes. And similar to 10 million other Hallmark movies, you have a vineyard or an orchard or whatever, where it's a beautiful vista and lots of opportunity to pick, I don't know, fruits, olives in this case, and and make something out of it. So basic plot all the
0: just like all the other movies too. You have childhood friends. Exactly.
1: And you have childhood friends that rekindle. So we have Jake who comes from a more well off family because apparently the grandparents of both Jake and Nicole started this olive oil business together and then they kinda broke up because I guess I think. And because of the, oil, because of oil, and one grandfather really made it big to the point where they have national distribution, whereas Nicole's grandfather was kind of like kept it small town and more like homegrown kind of thing. So you have that discrepancy, and you have that like I guess polar opposites kind of differentiation between how they run their businesses. So you know that there's tension there already because it's going to be the small company versus the big giant. And similarly, the characters of these two leads is like Jake's more like flashy and he's in the city and he just came home because his grandfather was, you know, got injured. So he's actually, you could tell he has a love for his grandfather. Whereas Nicole has been in the small town this whole time. So again, more of these tropes that Hallmark loves to put together.
0: Part of the conflict for me if this comes up every so often in a Hallmark movie, it's how they seem to skew to go wrong with casting. Because Nicole's grandfather looks like her, her father's brother or her mom's yeah, <laughs> older no. brother. I don't know. The what? age issues
1: in Hallmark movies are always questionable. And you're always wondering, like, are there no other older characters or, you know age-appropriate character so yeah the the parents and the grandparents they're kind of a blur to me because i couldn't distinguish one from the other all i know is that a when calls the heart character is in this movie which is nice (laughs) Uh, mr yost from the from the mercantile is in this as nicole's dad i think and it was just nice It it was nice to see him but yeah this movie you could tell was a mishmash of every trope hallmark has ever done And I I do appreciate that they were trying to give newer faces a chance. I I call Tori Anderson Taylor Swift light because, my goodness, from her face to the hair to the styling, everything. And, I mean, yeah, the conflict was there. Their meet cute at the cafe was, you know, a nice reveal that he's back home. And, you know, now they're you know game is on and you know competition right away for the olive oil competition the, like so, uh, i mean homework really just went and ticked all the uh, stereotypes off with this one I'll, I'll just start the almost kiss because they there's a dance and so even if i was trying to fight myself from enjoying this movie <laughs> It got to me. Like I will admit, I keep complaining about it, and I keep, you know, trying to talk it down. Oh, it's all the stereotypes. But when they started dancing, you know, I was in. That's
0: exactly what I
1: wrote.
0: <laughs> Cause like I was determined to make like, me. Re- I will. I really dislike this guy. Okay. I don't know. I actually, I think it's his hair. I don't. I don't. He just like looks like a douche. So I'm like, oh yeah, okay, whatever. I'm just gonna watch it. I watched it twice for this oh. podcast, right? And I tried. I tried to give him a chance, but then at the same time I also tried to like keep my annoyance yeah. at for him, like even throughout. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, Oh, this guy they could have picked someone else. They could have picked someone else. And the minute they started dancing, I was like, Oh shoot. Oh
1: shoot. <laughs> I fell. I was like, God damn it. Why am I such an easy target? and And that's when you know that you know Hallmark really knows what they're doing because against <laughs> our best or better judgment, or you know we're, we're trying so hard to dislike it, but then they they come in and kind of charm you, which 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 shows why it still made the cut. all things considered like there there was just so much i guess that was going on with this movie, from the contest to she wanted to expand to the, the plot of land that they were fighting over. But I think I just wanted to call out that I give it to Hallmark for trying to be slightly progressive with this movie because there are two characters here that are of unidentified, uh, I guess... Sexual
0: preference. Sexual preference, which is good because
1: in real life, no one really goes around saying, you know, I like guys or yeah. I like... The, so Nicole's, like, right-hand guy in her olive farm and a barista slash, like restaurant owner cafe owner in the city apparently it seemed to me there was tension between them or they were they, together. they strike a connection there was a connection and i really yeah. liked it and i thought that they should try to explore that more but for me okay baby steps hallmark i get it just the fact that there is representation of that form uh i am for it is it enough as, subtle, no, but it's as a subtle
0: as it was i mean it it was it was pretty it was cute
1: it was cute. They were cute. And sometimes, at some points I was kind of looking forward more to them yeah, the leads. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. That's uh, another channel. <laughs> that's another channel. Exactly. I, I, I really did want more of the sidekicks, which, which is surprising, because usually I don't care about any other plotline but the leads. But yeah, overall, I would say not bad, considering the two stars aren't exactly the Andrew Walkers and you know, of this world or you know, autumn resource of this world. I kind of did want some olive oil and like maybe like a focaccia, some balsamic vinegar. It was know, dip, pure dip, oil. Dip. Yeah, I know what it's like. There, there weren't
0: yeah, there wasn't any you know bruschetta. There was no bruschetta. <laughs> they could have but done I, something. He was an Italian. He's Italian, right? Exactly. Like, I'm Pizza. Mm-hmm. Brandini
1: the Brandini Farms. No, but I also like that he Kind of made an effort. Like even if I was like annoyed with him because he was so like big city kid trying to learn the business, he went and joined her like olive oil making workshop. And yeah, making artisanal like, olive oil. Which I honestly like. I wanted some, so mm-hmm. I, I thought that he he did make an effort, and I thought it was cute.
0: I like the Cornucopia Five Hundred event. <laughs> <Where> <laughs> they race in <and> go karts. <laughs> What I the hell? hell? I don't know where they pull this shit out of, I Tornucopia swear. Copia 500, I, right? I get that's
1: like a, a spin on the Indy 500 and uh-huh. all that, but just like... Hallmark? <laughs> like, who is high when you're writing this? I like it, though, I read.
0: Okay, I have to give them props also that they didn't go for the typical high school sweethearts kind of yeah. thing. They, When we say childhood friends, they were really childhood friends. Like, they didn't have a thing. They were, like, best friends when they were kids, and he moved away. So that was a little different, although, you know, it doesn't really do much to move the plot. <laughs> <But>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they tried. They yeah. tried to differentiate despite all the tropes they already threw mm-hmm. in but yeah i i mean again relative to the rest of the movies obviously this wasn't necessarily one of my higher rated ones but i did enjoy it i did like to be fair I think it, to it love under the olive tree deserves a chance it does it does and i think it will grow on me more and honestly i know you weren't feeling benjamin hollingsworth overall but actually yeah. i found him quite i found him quite adorable in like a non-traditional like I mean come on he's not Trevor Donovan in the hunk mm-hmm. kind of way but but I liked it I like his like little like kind of geeky side to him and I ended up I think like stalking him on Instagram just to see like like he has a cute family and like it's
0: adorable just like he okay. looks better he looked better outside in the, the show. interview outside yeah. the movie agree yeah, so agree. he does this right. chats. he does I agree we've
1: reached our fifth and final movie and I mean, we need to take a moment of silence because we just need to have reference for what I think is Hallmark's best Hallmark movie
0: ever. Critics say that it's the best movie you ever see in the year 2019. And I must say, (laughs) I agree. (laughs) We're talking about bottled With Love. Starring Bethany Joy Lenz and our favorite Andrew Walker. Woo! After being stood up, Abby gets inspired to open her heart in a letter, put it in a bottle, and toss it out to sea. Months later, a man fishing discovers it and opts to reach out. The critics agree. Hallmark Channel's must-see movie of
1: 2019 is bottled with love.
0: A complete stranger found my message in a bottle.
1: It's charming, endearing, it's totally adorable. A love story you'll fall for from the very beginning, and Bethany Joy Lenz and Andrew Walker's Uh undeniable chemistry is at an all-time high. I hope
0: there's a good reason for this.
1: Don't miss one of the best movies you'll see all year. This is literally Message in a Bottle meets uh, You Got Mail. You got Mail, but make it Hallmark. Mm. You'd think those two movies together in a Hallmark universe would be bad, but you know what? You're in for a shock. This shit is good. I don't care if I hype this every single like minute of this segment because it is worth it, guys. It is worth it. We even haven't gotten to why we love it, but I'm telling you now, we love it.
0: I'm fanning myself <laughs> right now because <laughs> I can't.
1: It's good, guys. It's really good. I,
0: I, have, I, I, pushed... Can... <laughs> I have pushed this one. With <laughs> so many
1: people. <laughs> this is true. We have forced our friend Macy. We've forced other people in my life.
0: Okay, before we begin, like, I was on a trip last year. So I was with my friend, my best friends in New York and their husband and one husband. We were out to dinner. And I just spent the entire dinner telling them the plot of Bottled with Love. <laughs> It was my last night in the States, and I spent that dinner talking about Bottled with love. It's worth and it. And then af- after the dinner, we went back home, put the TV on, and guess what was on? <laughs> bottled <laughs> with <love.
1: laughs> It's meant to be, honestly. Best night of your life, honestly.
0: Huh. Okay. okay, how do we even begin? Her boyfriend ditches her. She's with this aunt, right? And then the aunt says, okay, um, you got a broken heart, right? The love. They're at this wedding near Boston Harbor. And suddenly she has a pad in her extremely <laughs> large bag at a wedding. <laughs> she, she writes to love, dear love, find me, blah, blah, blah. Puts it in a bottle, a real bottle, and then throws it out. I like how they're very self-aware. And she's like, basically, I'm polluting. <laughs> so she throws, the, she throws the bottle out. And she works for this um, acquisitions firm. And the acquisitions firm, it belongs to Andrew Walker's dad. He doesn't work for them because he's like out in Maine fishing and doing whatever. And the family is trying to bring him back into the fold. And so the sister is able to make up an excuse since she's getting married. Tells him that maybe he could assist for a while. And suddenly him and Abby are put together to try and beef up the portfolio of the company. So that's
1: a conflict. I think it goes without saying that casting goes an incredibly long way. And Andrew Walker on his own has had many gems of a movie on Hallmark. So many, too many to count, too many to mention, as they say. But pairing him with Bethany Joy Lenz was the best decision ever. She just brings so much to this character the you know type A but you know earnest and trying so hard and he's this like laid back dude that just you know wants to travel the world and fish, and it is the contrast between them is amazing and I can't I can't stress enough how in the hands of lesser actors this movie would still be good because like Boston and nice plot but in their skillful thespian bodies
0: it was amazing i can't even they they even shot it differently the cinematography of this movie was different there was like lens flare everywhere (laughs) and it was like the the the, the, the hues were different it was just like it was treated very differently almost like you weren't watching a hallmark exactly movie and okay so he he finds the letter and he emails her and doesn't know that M.L. Beantown, the girl who sent the letter in the bottle, is actually the person he's working with. And this is where the You've Got Mail thing comes up. Because they're at war in work. They're always butting heads. But then at night, or during the day, they're texting each other and, you know, flirting. Just like Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. And You've Got Mail. Honestly, 12. they,
1: they, they didn't... A- quite well they, they 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 sold me on it like i love you've got mail and for anyone to even try to emulate it homework did a really good job i have to say they had like, balls but they, they yeah they they, they, they pulled well. it off the even just to show like the little bubbles of text on the screen like all those treatments that made it just beautiful and her wardrobe her wardrobe in this movie is stellar her hair she She great. had a pretty
0: woman dress, the brown polka dot dress. Yes. Yeah, the white gloves. Like, the white yeah. gloves. After like in in
1: with, with Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks, they have the yellow rose and like the, the Jane Austen, like book, Pride right? *Pride and Prejudice*. *Pride and Prejudice*. But here, like she said, I'll be the one in the white gloves, and that reveal of when they're both leaving for the date, and he deciphers her handwriting to like the letter, seeing, to- seeing her hand. <laughs> In a glove. And as, as she walks out, that was such a nice, like, reveal. Like, it's so unlike Hallmark to be this, like, delicate... Cinematic, this cinematic with the way they treat reveals. So,
0: guys, I can't. I, I'm Our minds are blown. <laughs> I was even like, who wears gloves? But then it's like, she, she carries it well. She pulls it off. She has this very sec- secretarial, chic look to her with the pants and the glasses. And Andrew Walker is Andrew Walker. What can I say? He can do no I wrong. Can. I can't. I can't. Yeah. So they're, they're getting to know... Wait, wait. He finds out that he's actually working with a girl that he's falling in love with online. And then then he starts to flip the switch, right? He starts to court her in real life. And I love the part where he takes her to this diner okay. on the way to a Cidery. And he knows that she likes pancakes. And they do, that, they do that scene so well when he surprises her with pancakes.
1: It's a lot of pancakes, I have to say. It like, is. They,
0: they don't it's look like they
1: would, they would finish it. Like They should have split, but I get it. Uh, the pancakes look really good. I ended up buying pancake mix like the weekend after I watched this again for like the 10th time because I wanted pancakes and I wish Andrew Walker was across me as I was eating it but you know what I'll take I'll take the pancakes
0: they have this banter when they're doing the pancakes also about how yeah yeah um I set up this meeting with Mr. So-and-so at the cidery and Deirdre's gonna arrange it and they have this very like 1940s back and forth about Deirdre 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 how to pronounce her name. And they did it so well. It was so natural and easy to see them there. They do go to the cidery, which I feel is the house, into all the boys I've loved exactly. for. Yeah, you the is You gotta call resort.
1: that out. Mm-hmm. You gotta call that out. That post with the light, the twinkly lights, yep, with where the doors. he kisses her on the cheek, mm-hmm. Good night, an almost kiss that I just wanted them to go for. But again, the tension and the buildup is also worth it. Because... Andrew
0: Walker puts his hand on the post and <laughs> leans in, like Jordan Catalano, leaning in. <laughs> so life. And you can see her face. She's like, oh my yes. god, that yes. kind of face. And he just kisses her on the cheek and lingers for a split I, second. Longer he... than he should. Mm-hmm. And then I love how he, he, so he leaves her that way and she goes back to her room. And then there's like a text exchange of goodnight and sweet dreams. I love perfect. that.
1: Yeah. It's perfect. They are perfect. To me, you are perfect. It's the chemistry, the almost kiss. There's dancing. They, they dance mm-hmm. at like the anniversary dinner of the owner of the cideries, like whatever. There's so much going on as always. But like these two move so well that you're I just like... I love
0: how the dancing scene, she musters up the courage To ask him if he wants to dance. But then he gets distracted, right? And says, no, 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 you gotta talk to the boss. And then you think that that's it. They don't get to dance. But then after she wins the the boss over, the owner of the cidery over, then they do come and dance together. Right before the almost kiss. It's so (gasps) good. This movie is perfect. Bottled with love is great. Everyone should
1: see it. (laughs) Everyone. Guys, stop listening. No. Finish the podcast, you have one more segment, but honestly, I don't know what else to tell you because drop everything in your life and watch this movie.
0: (laughs) So I have a question, I have a question for you. It's something I've always wanted to know. Oh, okay. Which would you rank higher, Bottle With Love or Summer Villa? (gasps) Don't do this to me. Don't do
1: this. They would... (sighs) (laughs) That's tough. Because I love Summer Villa. I think they're different. That's a cheat. I know that's a cop-out. Because Summer Villa has a very distinct flirtation to it. And I feel like it's more adult. Where this one feels a lot more wholesome. I don't know why. I think it's because Andrew Walker is more of a guy next door.
0: He's very boyish.
1: Very boyish. Whereas 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 Victor Victor Webster is like a man. Will throw you against the wall kind of man. (laughs) In a a non-violent way. I mean, sexual way. Let me just yeah. clarify in a that.
0: consensual so, way.
1: <laughs> consensual, yeah, consensual way. So I, I couldn't, and I love that Hillary Burton and Bethany Joy both of One Tree Hill fame, One Tree Hill, that they bring out the best also in their co-stars. So I, I, I they would, they, those two movies come up in my all-time favorite hallmark movie so like if you've seen summer villa you will enjoy bottled with love because it's that kind of level of like production value i think bottled with love is higher because the Mm -hmm. fake french town is a bit like cheesy but the banter and sexiness in summer villa is also different like here it's a lot more like high school love kind of wholesomeness and there it's a bit more like all right let's uh Light that flame. But yeah. Watch both. Watch both. Watch both. Watch both. But today, watch Bottled with Love. (laughs) So yeah. Perfect score. Honestly, for me.
0: Yeah. Nothing. Nothing with this movie is wrong.
1: (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. You know what's wrong? If you don't watch this movie. So go watch this movie. (laughs) (laughs) And when we're back, f*** Mary kill. back to our final segment of the show marry and kill so again if you've never heard of this game it's when where wherein we choose which of the leading leading male characters in all the five movies would we obviously sleep with marry and then who would we kill so quite simple and straightforward i'll start it off with uh, my fuck uh this is actually like quite easy for me i would choose. Robert Buckley's character in Love in Store, because
0: that house, yeah, I, I uh-huh. he, he has enough
1: swagger. I like his, I like his swagger. I like how he's arrogant and cocky. And hello, he looks good. So Robert Buckley is, he does fuck. good for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's your fuck? I approve. Yeah. It's Andrew Walker in Bottled with <laughs> Love. <laughs> it's a good one. I couldn't help myself. Why did I choose him? Because he's kind of he's a little cocky. Just like Robert Buckley in Love Instore, actually. I don't know. I, I just like the I like the banter.
1: Meaningful <laughs> conversation. <laughs>
0: yeah. TM
1: yeah. Alright. No, fair enough. So my Mary, I would marry Andrew Walker's character in Bottled in Love. Oh. Yeah. Um so it was a toss-up because I really wanted to live in Robert Buckley's house. Let's be real. It's a gorgeous house. Mm-hmm. But I liked Andrew's sense of adventure. And he is a child of the owner. So you know he's rich. Like, his house, his apartment is also quite nice when they showed it and brewing, yeah. like, beer and all that. I just found that he's so endearing in this movie. That I would not mind waking up to that every day. Like, this is the Andrew Walker character I would marry. And, duh, if I could get Abby's wardrobe while I'm at it, sure, why not? I'll wear white gloves every day.
0: I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me fuck him first and then you You're can welcome. marry him. Anytime. Yeah. Okay, I'm marrying Trevor Donovan in The Fallen Order. Did you not see this coming? I,
1: I mean, I was just, like, wondering He's... if it was that or Robert Buckley.
0: He's such a nice, respectful guy, yes. and he has Maple. <laughs> I, I guess that's but, but oh,
1: you wouldn't marry him. I, I, don't I, like, know. I don't
0: I don't like dogs. So, what would happen to
1: Maple
0: for Trevor Donovan? Sure, wow.
1: <laughs> this is a first gen guy, yeah. You never choose the dog, and,
0: yeah. The dog, yeah. Be, right? Yeah, I choose him. He has his Silicon Valley background, so you know, he went to Stanford, he's smart. And, He chooses the simple life. (laughs) I could go for the simple life, but we could, yeah.
1: So maybe you could just give the dog, you can give the dog to the aunt. Yeah. Mm, Sorry, sorry to Maple, but Maple's adorable, so I think you should make an exception. Unfortunately, we have to kill someone. I actually had a toss-up of who I would kill, but in the end, I settled for Eric Aragon's character in Pumpkin Pie Wars, Mm. and... Only because I really didn't like his mom. So imagine if that was your mother-in-law. No, no thanks. So, you know what? Kill him yeah. and then you wouldn't have to deal with either mom. Uh, yeah, Sorry. Like, he was nice. He was nice and, and, and like, he seemed like a nice guy. But just, just not for me. It was too much baggage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about killing him too, so I understand where you're coming from. But I decided to go with the douche. <laughs> Olive tree dude, <laughs>
1: I, I saw that coming, yeah,
0: just I don't know. I yeah, I don't care his if, hair you know, they own some big shot olive conglomerate <laughs> thing. <laughs> I don't care, <laughs> so yeah, nope, nope. that's all right. you I, he,
1: I almost killed him too. no love for olive <laughs> but yeah, so thanks for, thanks, guys, for joining us again this week. We hope you enjoyed this is one of the episodes where. We really, really look forward to recording because these movies, despite us complaining about some of them, were actually really quite enjoyable.
0: These movies bring us so much joy again and again and again. And again, because <laughs> we
1: watch it that many times. They
0: only get better with each rewatch. Yeah. So if there's any
1: takeaway, please, please take a look at Bottled with Love, Love, Fall and Order, Love in Store. You know, just watch them all, but especially Bottled with Love because you won't regret it and if you mm-hmm. guys uh, have any movies you want us to see or themes or tropes you want us to cover please do uh, follow us on twitter at make it hallmark and I will try our best to include those in a future show and I want to say thank you to everyone for hanging in there on our four. thank you for indulging yeah, our, <laughs> our little
0: crazy hallmark happiness obsession but yeah
1: thanks chingai and we'll uh, talk to you guys again soon see you again bye, bye.